Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in just 15 minutes. I am your host, Ethan Simi, and I just got done watching episode four of WandaVision, and uh, you know what that means. It's time to talk about it, baby. Some answers and uh, just like a kajillion more questions, but you know, what more to expect from WandaVision, right? Uh, And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty positive that Jimmy Woo and Marvel Studios, they're just trolling us. They're trolling the fans at this point. It's, it's, I'm taking it personally this time around. You know, I love this episode. I'm just going to be talking about uh, episode four of WandaVision on today's podcast. I loved this episode. And I know I say that every week. I know I say that I love WandaVision and it's so fantastic. And, you know, I feel like I say that about a lot of Marvel things. But I promise it's true. It was a revealing episode. It was hilarious. It introduced us to new characters. It threw out even more questions. I mean, what's not to love? about how the episode was set up. And for those that were looking for uh, WandaVision to get more, you know, more Marvel-y, uh, I think this episode was very Marvel. I think it did that for you. Uh, and I think it was on purpose. I think Marvel Studios, um, they they want people to have the, the true authentic Marvel experience in WandaVision. That's what we got today on the new episode. I'm going to be talking about it just a bit, giving you my reaction, talking about a couple scenes in the show, uh, because it was a wild episode. Honestly, it was, and the hype was there, and I feel like it delivered. I I feel like it delivered. It's my second favorite episode today. Let's just say that. I cannot get over the magic scene in episode two, and Drunk Vision is my all-time favorite uh, rendition of Vision that there ever will be, probably. So, Drunk Vision takes the win for me. Um, But this episode is in second place. So the episode opens with the blip scene. Now, I want to talk about this because I was not ready to catch all the feels and have to relive the very real consequences of the snap and the blip. It is absolutely crazy to me to remember what happened in Endgame and that we got Tony's snap and people started coming back from the blip and now we're seeing the real-life impact of that and where it impacts people all over the place, and it's it's mayhem. It causes mayhem, and I I mean, rightfully so. People are just confused out of their GD minds. Uh, nobody knows what's going on, and uh, this, this is super prevalent because we see that Monica comes back from being gone, from being a victim of the blip. She comes back, and then we get hit with the fact that Monica's mother has been dead for three years, two years into you know, the f- the five years of the blip. And Monica obviously doesn't know this, and she's having a hard time understanding. So I was not ready to deal with these uh, two just absolutely drastic and heavy emotions. A, uh, watching the blip, like watching people come back from the blip as emotional as it is because, you know, everywhere I go I see his face. I just can't handle handle anything like that. And then the emotions of, of Monica having to come to a a very harsh and quick reality that her mother is dead uh, is absurd. And then we get the cutscene into the the show. 
the new characters. Look, I like the new characters a lot. We got introduced to several new ones, you know, new, in quotes, characters, because uh, we knew they were coming, and, and one of them we didn't know. So, namely, we, we've got Jimmy Woo, whom we know from Ant-Man, right? Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, busting out his magic trick uh, to make his business card appear, which, you know, that's a, that's just a classy move. It's just a classic Jimmy Woo classic move there, and I, I loved it. it. It made me smile so much. Uh, Darcy Lewis from Thor. And then we have a new a new guy, sword director Tyler Hayward. So Darcy Lewis is played by Kat Dennings. She freaking stole this episode. She crushed it. She is so on point. I thought she was absolutely the highlight of the episode, which is a great thing to say, but it's also a double-edged sword because it makes me nervous anytime I say that about anything, any kind of movie or any type of media where it's, you know, one person that kind of carried that episode or that snippet or that scene. uh, It's worrisome because that episode might not have delivered as, you know, even close to as well without that one person. But that's not a reality we're going to go down. Uh, Kat Dennings crushes it in this episode. Darcy Lewis is hilarious. She knocked it out of the park, and I'm so glad that she is, uh, you know, officially in the fold. Uh, she's in the show. We know she's in the show. And now we get to see her partake. Um, her subtle jabs, her, her little one-liners, uh, and, you know, I, f- I feel like Darcy is kind of all of us in this situation. She's, like, watching WandaVision and the sitcoms that are happening. She's like, why are they changing decades? This can't be purely for my entertainment. And we're like, no, it's uh, it's definitely for our entertainment. Uh, you know, I, I felt her in that episode. Um, and then Tyler Hayward, director of S.W.O.R.D. Look, I already have two theories about Tyler Hayward, this, this guy, because... There's no way a guy that we never knew before can just be, you know, be taken at face value. That doesn't exist in the Marvel Universe. You, have, you always have to second-guess things. Uh, anybody could be could be a fake. Anybody could be a scroll. Anybody could be in deep cover working for, you know, another agency or the bad guys. Anything is possible, so never take anything at face value. I mean, if I've learned anything from, from Marvel, if, you know, Marvel Studios uh, productions, everything is, everything is fake. Anything is possible, and... Talking of of the fact that anything is fake, like, let's talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because essentially uh, certain seasons of that, everything, just everything was bogus. Nothing mattered. Theory number one for Tyler Hayward is that he's somehow related to Brian Hayward, evil super soldier from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I like this theory. You know, you guys know I'm a a big Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. guy myself. That's two Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. references in two episodes in a row. I'm saying pretty direct S.H.I.E.L.D. references that we're getting here. It seems like they could be trying to work in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. somehow, retcon it so it is it is actually canon. Uh, and I'm, I'm not opposed to that. I, I'm pro. Uh, absolutely here for it. Give me Quake. Give me Coulson. Give me Agent May. Give me Fitzsimmons. Give me all of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. things in the MCU, please. Please, please, please. Love to see it. Theory number two. The guy's a scroll. Look, this... Would make sense, right? Jimmy Woo uh, writes on the whiteboard. He's aware of scrolls. We hear in the beginning of the episode that Monica Rambeau says in space that there are enemies and there are allies. So two little drops to the scrolls. And Fury was a scroll in Captain Marvel, played by played by Talos, right? So Talos was Fury that entire time. So it's entirely possible that Director Hayward is, you know, is a deep cover scroll. There's no way to know yet. But I can tell you right now, there's no way that this guy can be trusted. Um, uh, 100%, I just, you know, the vibes. Not digging the vibes that this guy sets off. 
Uh, like I said in the beginning, Jimmy Woo, the ultimate troll. This guy, this guy, you know, is just uh, handed it to us here during the montage in which Darcy and Jimmy are seen, uh, you know, with working with the sword team, working with FBI to come up with the true identities of all of the, you know, quote unquote actors in Westview. Which I love that scene, by the way. It was fun. It had some good, uh, like, good momentum to it, and it was curious because uh, certain people are missing certain things that other people have, right? So we don't see a picture of Dottie. Interesting. Uh, even though we know that they know about her because she's on the TV that they're watching, we also uh, see a picture of Agnes, but she's the only person missing a driver's license. Everybody else has a driver's license and like a real name, and so, you know, a little fishy business with that. Jimmy Woo has, uh, you know, a little title on his whiteboard labeled What We Don't Know. And then he writes all these bullet points under it. Uh, why hexagonal shape? Why sitcoms? Same time and space? Question mark. Is vision alive? All exceptionally relevant and legitimate questions that we've had since day one. Uh, but I personally, you know, I felt personally attacked. I took that personal because Marvel knows that we're just that we're frothing at the mouth for any kind of theory that we can create. Uh, the hexagons, the bees, the beekeeper, uh, anything at all, we will just turn into a massive theory. This this community is, I love it. So, Jimmy Woo, you know, congratulations, man, you got us. Good one. Uh, keep it keep it moving. But Jimmy, I, I want some answers. That's what I'm gonna say here because we deserve answers and we're not getting them quite yet. Closing out the episode. I've got two thoughts on the closing because I felt like the end of the episode was a nice look into, uh, you know, a different viewpoint of what we saw in episode three and then what is going to come. So this whole episode obviously takes place uh, from the point of view of S.W.O.R.D. and of Darcy and uh, Jimmy Woo, uh, which was nice getting that point of view. But my first thought is uh, that... I love the outro song. I just wanted to say that. That That's my first thought. Because two banger outro songs in a row on two episodes is uh, is a pro move. Crushing it. Well done. Second thought. Uh, I like that Monica said it's all Wanda. Now, I know that's, that can seem a little pandering. Because we, feel, we, we know this. We have theorized and we have said, like, oh, Wanda could be the actual villain. It could all be Wanda. Um, and we've thought this. But... I know that not everybody is in touch with these theories. Not everybody is super, super invested into WandaVision like me or like you or, you know, or like the entire, you know, a lot of the social media community. So not everybody is following theories. And I have respect for people that are just watching this show to watch it, just to um, enjoy the ride and to be part of it and not dissect it uh, like, like I do. So I like that Monica said it's all Wanda because that gives us in-universe confirmation that that is where we're headed. That is what is in, in the mindset of Monica. That's what she's going to get S.W.O.R.D. to start believing and start thinking. And I like that it's actually confirmed because now we know that that, that is somewhere that we are going. That is somewhere that the episode is headed. And uh, and I, I I admire that they just they, they outright said it and they put it in. And I like that. Uh, and also, I, I, I obviously agree. Uh, because it is all Wanda. The crazy power that she got in her palms when she just like absolutely yeeted Monica out of Westview was ridiculous. Yeet of the year. 
just just went to town. Uh, and then also um, the fact that we saw a dead Vision scared the bejesus out of me. When Wanda turns around and we see Vision that's dead, he's gray and he's missing the Mind Stone, I got so freaked out. And I really, really hope that we get more of that, like, really creepy stuff in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I know Sam Raimi can deliver on that. But think about it. Wanda was thinking about the twins. She was solely focused on the twins. And so when she turned around, Vision was dead. And then when she's thinking of Vision specifically, he is in color and he looks alive, but we don't hear the twins. Very interesting and curious. Uh, there's also a sneak peek for next week slash, you know, kind of the rest of the season. There's like a one-minute sneak peek out there. Just Google, uh, you know, WandaVision sneak peek. I'm sure you'll you'll find it. It's on Twitter. Uh, but, yo, this sneak peek is wild. I think we're buckling up for a big, big fight, possibly between Sword and Wanda, right? Because we know that that is kind of the way that things are going to go. But I honestly, I think we're gearing up for more of a fight between Vision and Wanda, really, realistically. Because there are a couple scenes that flash, and we see Wanda and Vision, we see them both floating, like in a standoff against each other in their house. Uh, both, like Wanda wielding powers, so like... I, I, I doubt that they're ganging up to go get some other villain if they're facing each other. Uh, and then there's a spot where, like, Vision just flies away super, super quickly. Uh, you know, a little suspicious. And then the mother load of all hints is Vision is at the edge of Westview. He is becoming totally cognizant and aware of this alternate reality that he's living in and what Westview is. And we see him, like, at the edge of Westview potentially getting through Westview. So who knows if that's going to happen next episode. Uh, but it's it's coming and it's going to happen. And then at the very episode of this, of episode four here today, uh, like literally the last scene, I, Vision, you know, gives that little look of like, oh, I am definitely aware of what's going on. Because Wanda starts, Wanda says, oh, you know, oh, I've got everything under control. What should we watch tonight? And Vision like, you know, kind of gives that look. And it's like, oh, uh-oh. He knows what's going down. He knows. He, he's starting to prep. He knows that Wanda's not in control. And then he just reverts to smiling again. So I definitely think this is going in the direction that Wanda and Vision are going to clash. Uh, is Vision real? I guess we don't know if Vision's real. We don't know if he's, you know, like made up from her mind. But I think they're going to clash. I think they're going to have a big, uh, big blowout, uh, a big fight. And I think it's going to get wild for sure. Uh, I loved this episode. I feel like it was a, it was really enjoyable, answered a lot of questions, raised a lot more questions, and I think it's going to be a wild ride to the end. What questions do you have about this episode? What theories do you have? What thoughts? What ideas? What scene did you like the most? Hit me up on social media. I am at 15MinuteMarvel on Twitter and on Instagram. I also have an email, 15MinutesOfMarvel at gmail.com if that's more your speed. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are available on all major podcast platforms, so no excuse not to listen. Uh, and don't be afraid to leave a review on Apple Podcasts uh, either. Rate me five stars. Rate the show five stars. Give a little blurb, you know, about about why you like the show so much. It helps the show become discoverable to other Marvel fans like yourself, and that is pretty awesome. Next week, I'm going to need your help uh, I, I just need your help. I am participating in an MCU draft for another podcast in just a couple of weeks. 
and I need to know what movies to draft. So hit me up with your top picks, and I will run through a mock MCU draft on the show on Tuesday. Uh, you know, unless I can't stop thinking about WandaVision, and uh, which, you know, I'll probably end up talking about WandaVision some as well. So uh, I will see you on Tuesday. And uh, just remember, always go higher, further, and faster. Oh.